You're listening to The Word on the Streets with Joe Bingham, Jason Tasker, and Raj Pujada. Hello, guys. Welcome back to uh, to The Word on the Streets. Uh, just, uh, just me and Jason here this week. White Hello. Boy Special. It's the podcast we always wanted in the first place. We finally got rid of him. Brexit means Brexit. How are you, Jason? You all right? Yeah, I just feel a lot better now. Raj isn't here. Yeah. It's Ra- sorry, Raj. I'm not even saying his name anymore. Yeah, he's dead to me. He, there's less tension in the room, it feels like, because we're not constantly having to second guess what we're about to say. <laughs> now we can just let the, the flagrant racism fly, essentially. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just um, back to where I all began, basically. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just like us being back home, essentially, isn't it? Yeah. Because we don't have them where we come. That's not we true. Don't, from, from Birmingham. Well, we have them, but we just don't like them being there. Yeah, so, yeah, clip all of that. Uh, send it to Raj. Um, and, you know, send, send him... Send him my regards. Send, send, send him my regards, yeah, yeah. Have, have you been anywhere? All right? Yeah, not too bad. I just I felt like when I got back off holiday, I was revitalised and rejuvenated and... Um, I just feel tired again. What's so that about? It out, yeah, a bit, don't it? Just life. Yeah. In general. Yeah. It just kind of grinds you down, doesn't it? I feel like that's the main issue for me. Well, you had like a nice proper holiday. Because we, we spoke about mine and Raj's last week. Yeah. Going around America. But what what was it you were doing again? Let the people know so basically, I was on um, essentially a catamaran. It's called Yacht Week, but essentially it's a catamaran. Mm. And the, you're on there with... Your friends, maybe people who aren't your friends, okay. people you've just met, en- en- enemies and, and villains. Enemies, no, okay. acquaintances. Okay, future friends. It'd be more interesting if you were on it with enemies, though. It would, do, and then it'd be like kind of a hostile takeover. Like you'd be yeah. like a sea pirate, like essentially. under siege. Have you ever seen that film? Uh, What's that the one with Steven Seagal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sick film. You ever yeah. seen it? Who else is Morgan Freeman in that one? No, no. This was like Steven Seagal. Because there's another one like that with Morgan Freeman. Do you know when like they used to do the movie for the movie posters, and it mm. would all always be like like fire, like flames. Okay. Like oh yeah, I think another one you're talking about. Now, yeah, Under Siege was basically yeah, some terrorists take over a ship, and Steven Seagal plays uh the chef of the <laughs> ship who can just think he's been Mossad trained or something because obviously all chefs are yeah, and yeah. He, he just he takes them down he, he he does the business yeah there's a woman in it who he has zero chemistry with throughout but obviously gets off of her because it's just like the story of a executive producer <laughs> so but yeah so it happens when you're a player in it you don't need to have chemistry i saw an interview with steven cigar once where he said um his dog spoke to him and saved him from a house fire. Yeah. And the person interviewing him was like, what? Like the house is on fire. And he barked at you. And he said, no, the house is on fire. And he woke me up by saying, Stephen, the house is on fire. We need to get out. (laughs) And the people interviewing him were just like, sick. No, that was the DMT that you took. Honestly, mental, mental geezer. Yeah. My, my granddad used to absolutely love Stephen Seagal because he was like a, he was into martial arts, my, my granddad, and he mm-hmm. was a third, like he was a third down at Aikido. Okay. Since found out that's not really like one of the martial that's arts. That's the stick it's, one, isn't it? No, it's the one where you like throw people, but also use like other people's Oh, you use weight. their momentum. Yeah, yeah and that's I've what Steven that. Seagal's like yeah. known for. But then it's also, I think a little bit of it is just like bullshit and you can't really use it in the real world. I think a lot of it's bullshit, to be fair. Yeah. Like, even like, would I be right in saying karate was the first one that got big westernized? Yeah, karate, yeah, karate kid, kung fu, kung fu, 
But like, if you're in the street, yeah, and you see a man just get into a fighting stance, ready to scrap, yeah. Obviously, if he's got, if he's <laughs> What's got that fighting stance, that well, you just I got, I'm blocked off. Yeah, it? That looked but, like you were holding a like a sawn-off shotgun, like I, like, <laughs> like I was, like I was holding two ice creams. Waiting yeah, for someone. yeah. Nah. That's your fighting stance, is it? Two ninety nines in a flake. I don't need a stance, mate. It's all, <laughs> it's all in the hips. Yeah, but it's natural. If, if someone got into a stance, like crouching tiger like that yeah, in the yeah, street, yeah. you'd be like fuck off mate so I don't, I don't think yeah I don't think it works all of the time does it especially if someone's like like you say in a street fight it's more like you need self defence then isn't it rather than if someone's going to drag you to the floor and they're twice the size of you what real chance even if you were trying to like choke them or something their neck would be that big that you probably wouldn't even be able to reach around it well let's say yeah because when the UFC like, obviously the UFC is very popular now but when it first started it wasn't as popular it was more, it was just a weird kind of you know the what it was originally did you watch it in the early yeah, early i used days? to watch them. yeah yeah, yeah. my old man used to have all the old dvds and that. but it, it was what it said and it was the ultimate fighting championship and you'd have like a boxer against a judo black belt yeah and, it was like some people like, it was like mortal Kombat, wasn't yeah, it yeah it was like, and it was street sick. fighter like that kind of vibe where this person is skilled. It's not mixed martial arts. It's like this person is skilled in one yeah, thing. What is better? And it, but it, I think I think that was better though because it was like it meant that back in the day you'd have someone like Chuck Liddell who was like, if you come near me, I'm gonna knock the head off your shoulders. And he'd go up against someone who his whole plan was just just get him on the ground and I'll just jujitsu the life out of him. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. Whereas now everyone's kind of got wise to like I should probably get good. Or all of it. So if if you were in the early days of the UFC, what's the martial art that Taylor Taylor the tape comes up at the start? What's the martial art that you want to see on there and think, yeah, this this guy ain't got a fucking clue, mate. Well, I think judging by the results, it was jujitsu, wasn't it? Because that's what everyone won the fights with. Mm-hmm. Even if you if you're like half, because it was just easier to submit people because people just didn't know what the submissions were. That is true. But like. I've seen some videos of ones where like geezers are getting smashed in the bollocks, stuff like that. Some guys have got like trainers on. It's absolutely yeah, crazy. Seen, it's in Pride as well. Yeah, yeah. In Japan, where you're allowed to volley someone in the head while Football, he's on the floor. Kick them in the crazy. Head. <laughs> I I want to come up against somebody who's like like I turn up yet, yeah, and it's like this guy is a K1 kickboxer. I feel like that makes you versatile. So I want yeah, yeah. to be that guy. And I want to come up against a guy who is a black belt in capoeira. Yeah, yeah. You know just what I mean? Do, like, who, like, like remember the like, guy with dreadlocks from on Tekken? Tekken? Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I was want, thinking I want of, yeah. him just doing yeah, yeah. head And then you can just that. literally run up and volley him like a football. It'd be a dream. My old man used to train with his skis. A mad guy. What was his name? I've met him a couple of times. A guy called Steve Morris. Basically... So I think I told told you a bit about my old man before, and he's like he fought like his whole life from the age of like twelve from the womb. Yeah, yeah, he punched his way out of the womb. <laughs> but like from the age of twelve, they were like you're already a brick shit house. Like he was just bigger than all the other kids. So he played like he played football, played rugby, whatever. He got into judo, and then just from there got into like different mixed martial arts and that. So he'd done it his whole life. He met this geezer, old Steve Morris. I reckon when he was in his early 40s, my old man. And this Steve Morris just goes, everything you've ever learned, throw it out the window. 
I'm going to teach you how to fight. This is like the Karate Kid, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but with 40-year-olds. And my <laughs> old man's like... I hope someone fucking yeah. intervenes in my life at 40. This, it do, it doesn't even do it in a martial arts sense. It just comes up to me and goes, just forget anything. You, you, ever, you, you wouldn't... Uh, I'd be like, what? Are you going to clear my brain? Please be my guest. The amount wanted, of shit nah. that's in my head, I wish someone would just fucking press reset. Nah, nah, nah. You wouldn't have wanted Steve Morris to teach you on, on life skills. Steve Morris reset he was, he was very, very rich at one point, and then he, he, he got it all scammed out of woman. <laughs> Oh, he's always still rich in knowledge, mate, honestly. But yeah, so he, t- he goes. I think my old man found him on like, the internet as well. Like, weird. Just found some videos of him. Next thing you know, he's, he's booked to go on a course with this geezer. And he takes all the guys that we used to like fight in the gym with. By this point, I was like... I was still like a kid. So I'd go to the gym with him and fight him. But I ain't going to this thing to get the shit kicked out of me. So he went with a few of his other mates. One was the European Jiu-Jitsu champion at the time. The other one, I think, was due to have a title fight for the European Kickboxing Championship. So these guys are, like, fighting elite, proper brick shit house lads, yeah. They go to this place, and they're like, Steve Morris is, like, five foot nine, like, looks like an old beetle. Like, he could have been Ringo. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, forget everything, blah, blah, blah. And they're a bit like, all right. My old man comes back from this thing. It was on a Sunday. Monday comes. He had to phone in sick to work because he couldn't get out of bed. And I went into the bedroom to look at his leg. And this geezer had been doing leg kicks on him. And it looked like my old man had been in a car crash. And after that, my old man was like, you forget everything I've taught you up to this point. We're going to learn how to fight like this mad old <laughs> bastard that I found on the and internet. What was he actually skilled in? Just Just scrapping. beating the shit out of geezers, mate. <laughs> like, honestly, he, but he was, a, he was a psycho. Like, he, he told us before, he was like... Have um, you ever seen that guy? It's like a guy on either TikTok or Instagram that does the same thing where he's like fucking shadow boxing with himself and shit like that. Oh, what? Yeah, but the guy who does it super high yeah, speed like, and he's just punching <laughs> like fucking sofas and that. Yeah, but this, this geezer, he's a full-on psycho. He'd be like... If I'm walking down the street, I'm looking at anyone coming towards me like a potential assailant. So he walks down the street. I mean, like what the a terminator! What a, what a fucking way to live! Can you imagine how Honestly, stressful that is? But he he's walking down like you know how the terminator calculates combat. Yeah, like, that's him. like he's he's looking at a man and he's like he's got a weak chin. That's a straight right to the jaw. Her exposed the neck. Karate chop her. Like he didn't discriminate genders. He's like if she's got a knife, low egg count. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he was he was mad, 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 mad guy. He said that he basically got sick of fighting in like the confines of like a organized tournament fighting. So if because of all the rules. Forget, and stuff. Yeah, for rules basically. Yeah, but this guy then he went traveling all around Asia. This is genuinely how he told this story. He went traveling all around Asia and every town he rolled into, he'd basically just walk into the dojo and he'd be like, Who's who's head of this dojo? Who's the artist bastard in this dojo? And they'd wheel this guy out and he'd be like, I'm I'm the top Dan in this dojo. I've been teaching everyone That's such and Dan. such version of karate. And Steve would go, do you want to spar then? And he'd beat the fuck out of him. And then he'd just leave and go to the next town and just do the it's same like, again. It's, it's literally minutes. like fucking street fire, isn't it? Do you know where like, you're flying from like country yeah. to country? It's like going to take on Sagat in fucking like deepest China. And then there's like, it was a guy who used to climb up the fucking wall. <laughs> But every time, every Ooh. time Steve's finisher move, he just, just grabs him, just fucking punches the head off him. Finish him. This geezer's got special moves and everything. And Steve's just like, none of that bollocks. It was that guy on the street fight, was he? He had like the blades on his hand and he like climb up the fucking fence. Remember. 
I, I played more Mortal Kombat. I think Mortal Kombat. Remember, I, I was always Jax with the robot arm. Yeah, Jax is pretty good. I was always um, the guy who was the fire guy. I remember. You know what it was? It's because I used to play it around my mate's ass, but he was a little fucking nerd. So I'd always just be like, I'll pick the character that I know a handful of moves with. So that was always Jax. But this geezer, he'd be constantly trying combos, like a little sweat. And then if he couldn't get him, he'd pause the game so he could look at his fucking controls again. <laughs> yeah, like, like that's a bit out, long. Mate. Just press B. Or, or Sub-Zero, he was pretty decent. Yeah, Sub-Zero or Scorpion. Right. Is he the one with the, the hat? And he throws out. Oh, that's Raiden. Ah, okay. No. I was thinking of which one... <laughs> mate there was some fucking quality ones on on Street Fighter like Blanca can you remember him was it he was just like the he was just like the fucking experiment gone wrong he was just like yeah. some massive guy who looked like the Hulk oh not the big f- yeah, yeah, yeah he looked like the Hulk but with like yeah like yeah. that is never explained what well, a character it's just like a character like, look he was just an experiment he's the Hulk of a Mohawk basically yeah he's a, he was a ginger Hulk basically we had a do you what's a Street Fighter film? Yeah, with Kylie Minogue and John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> God, that was a terrible film. I it watched is, it, I it's watched that it, terrible that it's good. Yeah, I watched it back a few years ago. I, can't, I was on holiday somewhere and it was on in the hotel. And it's not. I'll tell you what's worse: well. the Mortal Kombat film. Who's in that? No one. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why it's so dog shit. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I also saw another film. Where the fuck was? Oh, mate, I'm, I want to try and find it on IMDb, but I'm never going to be able to. It was based on a video game that I've never heard of. And it was like this uh, beach volleyball martial arts game, apparently. And they, <laughs> this and they, is definitely on a porn site. Yeah, like, this was apparently this because I googled it and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And it was like it was like a game that was on like Sega for years, apparently. Really? And yeah, it's beach volleyball martial arts, but the film. <laughs> the, the film this is, sounds like it was made on drugs. Yeah, the film is literally just like any obscure fit bird you can think of. So like Holly Valance is in it from that time period. It's just them in bikinis. Oh. Uh, I think I've seen this film. Other. It's god awful. Like it is, it's one of the worst things I've seen. Uh, I'll try and find it. I feel like I have. I feel like I've seen this. So, it's, so we've established Beach Spike. Beach Spike. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. The other problem I was having when I watched it as well is it was in Turkish with really bad subtitles, so I didn't follow much of what was going on as well. This one looks like some Asian... Was Holly Valance it? Dead yeah. or Alive? Yeah, Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. So I played, it, I played the game of that before. Was it beach volleyball martial arts? Have I got that right? Or did it they was, incorporate it? It, it was very volleyball? random. Like it, I can remember playing that game in the arcade. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the movie, to be honest. It wasn't Holly Valance's finest work. I can uh, remember playing that. Kiss Kiss. So it's based on the... Yeah, I don't think they made the dead. That's so random. They used to. I feel like I remember it now. Yeah, where you just fight in like some random places. Also, this is what I now remember because I did look it up on IMDb. The um, the reviews were great. So yeah, obviously you know of that era, Jamie Presley, Devon Aoki, you know Steve Aoki's sister that was in Fast and Furious. Yeah, uh, oh, is that Hol- Steve Aoki's sister? Yeah. Uh, Holly, yeah, they Holly got the they Lance. got a pretty they got a pretty solid lineup, yeah. didn't they, for for the time? But it was the, like FHM, pretty much. Yeah, but then the reviews are basically just um, so like this one sums it up quite well. Six out, six out of ten, teenage boys are gonna love it. 
And like all the reviews are just uh, the plot's a bit loose. You can't make this anymore. Yeah, plot plot's a bit loose, but the arse is everywhere. It's pretty much the reviews. Yeah, I would recommend. Um, I didn't realize that Devon Ike was. I didn't realize that was Steve Aoki's sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's forty-one. She looks good for forty-one. Yeah. Holly Valance. Jesus Christ, she doesn't look good for. Does she not? No, she's just gone. She's gone like square-headed. And she got a famous sister, Holly Valance. Are you thinking of Jennifer? Holly Valance was in Neighbours, isn't it? Yeah. She's married to she's married to some, some like, tech multi-billionaire. Yeah, yeah. She's she? just married into money now. Nah, I reckon she was a star in her own right, mate. The amount of money she'd have got off that album. That I can't remember what, the name Kiss of. Kiss Kiss. Yeah, man. Good tune, though. It is. Good Holly tune. Valance was like up there when you were at school, wasn't it? It was like... In terms oh, yeah, of like 100%. A, a, a it was crush. Holly Valance. It was... Rachel Stevens. Rachel Stevens. <laughs> Um and I mean Megan Beyonce Fox. came straight out of left field. I'm not gonna lie. Like when, yeah. I, when I was a teenager and that Crazy in Love video came out, I was yeah, I was taken aback. You know, I was lost in the source. But um, yeah, FHM. My mom used to buy me FHM. It's weird now, like how especially with all this shit recently. Like you look back at those magazines and they were fucking crazy. Really, I, it started off with like Max Power with like the cars and stuff oh, like yeah, that, yeah. and then it. Just developed into some like the thing that proper to, laddie mag. Yeah, but the thing that used to crack me up about like my mum buying me FHM is all of her mates thought it was really weird. But I did, I did genuinely like read the articles in it because it was quite interesting when you get to like a, a FHM wasn't thing. too bad. It was kind of like a mix between it was like tits films, tits films, entertainment, and clothes, tech. fashion. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. So it was like, it had a little bit of credibility. Yeah, it wasn't just like them mad ones. Like nuts or what was the other one? Uh, Zoo. Zoo. It's just like they were like, they were laminated by the time you'd had them for a week. There was a kid kid in my year at school and his little sister, I think it was like, I don't know, maybe a couple months after she turned 18, was on page three in the star or the sport or something. And he was just, he was distraught, man. They're not going to, things that like things like that don't really age that well, do they? Although, like, you look at... Is page three still a thing? No, I can't remember no, the, the, the uh, They sacked it off because it was, like, obviously pretty... Um, yeah, but I can't remember the Pretty demeaning. The but, like, if you look at, like, Keely, what what's her name? She's in the latest series of... I've been in the last few series of Ted Lasso. So some people make... Or Keely Jones. Or Keely... Yeah. Ha- the one who plays Keely Jones. No... Can't remember her name, but she. I know when I was watching Ted Lasso, I was like, I know her from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's it like, oh yeah, page three when I was a kid. I suppose it was just though, like when it wasn't that long ago. Keely really. Hazel. Oh. Is it Keely Hazel? Keely Hazel. We were just trying to make her sound a bit more exotic. Yeah, Keely um, has Hazel. I think it's just like it wasn't that long ago. Is the thing, and it like it was like what twenty years ago, and uh, you know there was the whole thing that people still talk about on Twitter to this day, isn't it? That like the sun had a countdown in the paper for Emma Watson turning 16. Like, I swear to God, like when she was Hermione in Harry Potter, they, really? had, they had a countdown for her turning 16. But you that remember, is the sun, um, isn't it? They just got yeah. But like, you remember, um, who's the bird that was in hearsay? The Asian one that was in hearsay? Oh, my, Mylene Class. Yeah. Like remember when she went into I'm a Celebrity and all she was doing was like sharing and sharing, yeah, it was on yeah. the front page every day. It's mad, and isn't it's it? Really? Like, sex sold back then. It's though. weird, isn't it? Because now like you, if you have children, you're thinking, what are they going to grow up like? 
oh my God, they're being exposed to so many different things on TikTok. And then you think what we were exposed to when we were just exposed to mad stuff, but it was just in magazines and it was, it was probably less accessible, but more, I don't know. I, I think it was more... I think it's because we glamorized. I would say we were on the verge of a new dawn, weren't we? With the internet, basically. Yeah. Like when when the internet first probably first became more wide, wide, widely accessible while we were at school. Like you had dial up in your house and that. But for the most part, all the internet still was was like shitty online flash games and porn. That's kind of all the chat rooms, really. Yeah, and like. I think I think it was just we were at the back end of porn magazines and stuff like that and page free and stuff because now it's like I don't do they you've got to go into some ropey like some ropey shops to yeah. find those magazines still being printed. Yeah, I think the my a couple of my local news agents they have them, but they're like really tucked away in the corner. Yeah, but you used to. I mean, I have to ask them behind the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you got? Have you ordered it? Look, mate, have you in? got it? Okay, but where's like, my subscription? You used to have like the top two shelves of every corner. Yeah, it was, shop wasn't it? Be, yeah, and it would be like, and it'd be a lot. Like it'd be a full on. Yeah, it'd be like the ones DVDs. that had to have the laminate cover yeah, over yeah, the top. Yeah, but it was, yeah, gra- was grayed out as well. So grayed out. Like, so you just have like a wall of grey. Yeah, because it'd be like sexy, sexy 60s and it'd be someone's nan getting railed. Like, it's like, <laughs> it, was, it was wild, man. And you're just a kid like, all right. Yeah, you're just like, just don't. Why did they put it on the top? Like, what? Because you couldn't reach it or I think you couldn't it, look what, at it. I always had the assumption when I was a kid that it's because we couldn't reach it. Because imagine if it was on the bottom shelf, kids would just run in, grab it and run Yeah, like, oh, mom, I'm just going to collect this book on dinosaurs next yeah, like, thing you did, know did you there are dinosaurs there well, did, you the kind you're thing, <laughs> did you did you did you ever have the thing as well where like uh we'd go and play football in the park with some of like the older lads and they'd like they'd hide magazines in the bushes yeah yeah i can remember like the when i was playing on the field like they bought like a, a poor mag out and they were like showing me pages and i just I was just like a kid. I just didn't really have a clue. Yeah. They, I was just, they were just like, this is what they, I was just like, I don't really know what to say. It just didn't really appeal, any. it? Like I was, you know, I was thinking this before. I, I thought it's probably a few years ago where I was like, I can't remember. Obviously, you know, you got male grooming in that, but I can't remember what it was like to look down and it just be nothing going on. You know what I mean? Just like baby smooth all the way. I can't remember it anymore because it's been so long since you've had hairy legs and you've had hair everywhere and stuff like that. But it's like, I also like when you're a kid and just none of that appeals to you at all. You know what I mean? Like a sex scene is coming in a film and you're just mortified that your parents are in the same room and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not like enjoyable, is it? And it's not, and when you're that age, it doesn't really, I can't really think of it registering to like 30, like 13 anyway. Cause that's the thing. You're a child, aren't you? You aren't a man. You're, You're not a, boy or a girl really you're just a child mate there was a couple when we were in year eight i think so we'd have been like 12 and we went on like a school like residential trip and this couple were banging in my year at 12 that's mental and i remember I, I remember like my thought process at the time literally being we, like, like i'm this. not asked <laughs> No, I was, I, was just, I was literally just like i'm not asked like because <laughs> yeah, at that keep age, the noise down yeah at that age i was just like bit weird like yeah that's, that's yeah. a lot that's quite daunting. yeah yeah come on you've got plenty of time for that when you're older yeah, it's weird though isn't it but that's the thing when you're younger you you get especially when you're being 
you're having those things projected at you. You want to do those things as fast as like you're like, oh my god, I can't wait to have a pint in a pub, and you're fantasizing about what it's going to be like. Like, oh my god, it's going to be so amazing when I'm older. It's weird to me though that I did do the thing that kids do, which is when you're a kid, I did think I can't wait to be a grown up, but it just wasn't that big on my radar until <laughs> until like probably until like 15. Yeah. Before then, I was like, all right. You didn't realise how good you've got it when you're a kid, do you really? Yeah. School's pretty... It's a piece of piss, is Pretty it? chilling, really, isn't yeah. it, really? It's... I still remember the first time I looked at porn, and I was... I think I was in primary school. I just heard the word, and I literally just typed in porn.com, and it came up, and it said, you must be over 18 to enter this website. So I clicked off it, because I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> But, it, but like the message that said you must be over 18 was a woman just fucking leg spread with you must be 18 hiding what needed to be hid. And I just remember being like, okay, okay yeah, not, not, not this is not me, the right time. But I searched it at my uncle's house on his computer and then he was trying to clear some memory on his computer and saw that on his search history. And it was only God, ever me that went round his <laughs> So he like rang my mom and he was like, just thought you should know. My thing was there, like... I used to go around my friends who was, he was probably like a couple of years older than me at, at school. And then like whenever his parents would go out, we'd be like, right, he had cable because I, I, my family weren't that's the dream. rich enough yeah. to have cable. Yeah, that's the dream. Not that they were super well off or anything, but they had cable. Mm. And then when they go out, it was a 10 minute preview at 10, oh, yeah. 10 on television X. Oh yeah. And you'd be like, right, I've got 10 minutes now. If not something even that hardcore, it would just oh, be a yeah. woman with a... <laughs> well, we, we used to have to get by trying to explore our sexuality with what was essentially soft porn. Yeah, like, it was. It was soft porn. It was a woman there with the yeah, tits someone out someone topless in a film. Yeah, like going, yeah, come on. That used to be a you're website. You're a naughty though. boy. That used to be a website, Dr. Skin. I'm sure that's what it... I've seen it on another film. There's a film, it's a comedy film where someone comes up with an idea to invent a website where you log every time there's nudity in a fi- in a film and someone was like that's already been done it's called doctor skin really? so like someone had set up a website and it's an archive of like every film and it would be like at 42 minutes 18 seconds that's a mad perv. jamie leaker it gets her tits uh, people are like perv. better get down to blockbusters and rent that then like we were starved, mate, back in the day. Now there's too much of it and kids are addicted to it and it's weird. What was the porn site that you used to use first porn site? That you, I was trying to think. I'm sure one was called something like The the Hun or something like that. I swear to God, I'm sure one of them was called Dog Fart. Dog Fart? I'm not even joking. <laughs> Don't look it up now, you mad bastard. But I'm I sure know, it I'm was. That in. I'm sure I heard of it or something. What was it called? I can't remember what it was called. I mean, the hub's been a staple for most people for, for a long, long time. A long, 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 long You just long. go on some mad. Well, for me, it was porn.com at eight years old, mate. You know what I mean? I never left brand loyalty. That's what I'm known for. I, um, oh, since you were talking about, like, you know, you, you have kids and you worry about what they're going to be exposed to and that. Um, I, uh, I recently uh, fell upon a show that I've not thought of, not even thought about it since, uh, since the pandemic. This Where? is a, an idea for a show. For nah, me. just a show that does exist. Oh, I thought um, you were like pitching an idea for a nah, show. Yeah. Nah. I was like, nah, I came across it. I was watching Bake Off the other day, which is the best show in this country. It is good. I do enjoy it's watching incredible. it. incredible. And while I was on 4OD, Married at First Sight 
is back on. Yeah. Now I've not thought about this show. Did you oh, watch the mate, Australian one during lockdown? Don't. Did you watch it? Jesse's just obsessed with this. But program. did you watch the Australian one during lockdown? Because it was incredible. Yeah, I watched the Australian the one because. But don't you think the standard of the Australian ones, as in the standard of people on there, yeah, is a lot better? Yeah, it's way better. It's and like they've got fit people on there, whereas like... They're fit and they're mental. Like yeah, they are yeah mental. they're the right combination to be entertained. Yeah. Whereas I kind of half watched an episode of the British one. I was like, nah. I don't mind that they're more of the everyday people, because you know what I mean? It gives a good canvas of, of the British scene. But there was a, there was a, a fascinating scene but it's, to me. It's married at first sight. It's not first dates yeah but they pair you up like I've not seen a pair they don't actually like, get married though do they nah not legally not legally like, so it's fucking bullshit yeah but like I've not seen a couple where like one of them's 10 out of 10 and the other one's clapped like they match them up relatively well for like what's going on but <laughs> they they uh there was there was one scene in it that was crazy to me yeah so they've They've paired up, yeah, this geezer who described himself as like, yeah, a bit of a cheeky chap. I don't think before I speak, blah, blah, blah. I know. I think they, I know which guy you're on they, about. The friend, our French geezer. And then they paired, yes, they yes, paired yes, him I've up seen this one. I've seen with this the one. most prudish woman that's ever lived. Like she's still, you know what? For me, yeah, the first red flag <laughs> would be the wedding day when she refer. she's 34 or 32 and she still calls her parents mummy and daddy. That to me, I'm out. You know what I mean? That's too much. But they went on their honeymoon, yeah? And she goes, <laughs> I think I know what yeah, you crazy. Because I want to know your thoughts on this. She says, um, <laughs> how would you... Oh, all he said was, you look nice in your bikini. And she said, how would you feel if... Uh, no, sorry. I've, but, I've butchered this, but it's important. No, I know which bit so you're talking about. Says, this, this you is probably nice. the only bit that I yeah, watched. She said, you look nice in your bikini. And she said, um, so what did you think I did for a living when you first saw me? And he said, I assumed something in fashion or beauty. I didn't think it would be the tech nerd that you actually are. And she was like, oh, yeah, a lot of people think that. So, yeah. And she said, how would you feel if I made money posting my private parts online and all he said was i wouldn't mind if that's what you wanted to do which i think it's a very respectful supportive answer especially which, the, considering how much he knows her like yeah. if, if they're, yeah they're married but they barely know yeah, each other it's like, just a, he's in a, he's, he's being pushed into a corner there yeah, hasn't exactly. he there's no right answer she's, she's asked the question and he's just gone if that's what you want to do then that's what you want to do I'll support you. And she's like, I don't like that. I can't believe you've said that. I don't think our morals align. And then stormed off. I didn't speak to him for a whole day. And I'm like, you've created this hypothetical situation and then attacked the man for not answering That's what I, I, the way that you want. It blew my mind. That was the only bit of it that I watched. And that was where I was like, I can't... Because it was on. I was like, I sat down for... I was like, look, I'll give it 10 minutes. And then I sat down and watched that. And I was like... I'm going to go and read in the other room. <laughs> so, I because suppose... it was like, you, how can you? It's like inventing a hypothetical situation for someone to be mad at. It's like, well, you could yeah. go on forever about, there's always going to be something that you'd be. And that was quite a reasonable answer from what seemed like a bit of yeah, a muppet it, in terms of the, the guy. It's the, would you still love me if I turned into a worm? Essentially. Yeah. yeah. And he said, and he said, uh, yeah, I reckon that I'd love you differently though. But she's going, you're a fucking piece of shit, mate. And I never want to speak to you again. And then she created, and she, she had to go in for something else later on. Like, I just couldn't be asked. But I suppose... But there's no right answer. What would he have said if, like, oh, I'd be really no, pissed his off. No, answer, his answer was the right answer. His answer was the right answer. It's your business. You do yeah, what you yeah. want to do. Like, I remember years and years and years ago, I, I, it, it came out that my ex at the time was a stripper. 
and she thought I was going to switch. And I was just like, I don't give a shit. Like, if, I say, if I say you make money, then crack on, innit? Yeah. I never had to pay for another meal. But <laughs> like, it's it's just it's just a lot, innit? And it it got me thinking because um, shout out uh, Farhan Solo, piece of shit. Uh, he um, he was messaged by some casting agents about would you do too hot to handle? No, if you do married at first sight. He was contacted by some casting agents saying, would you do Married at First Sight? And he said, nah, but here's a list of people who would. And he gave them mine and Raji's detail. Really? <laughs> and they contacted me and Raj and said, would you be interested in going on Married at First Sight? So if, you're, if your life was just, you just got your job and obviously you got your job, it's just you cruising. Do you reckon you could do it having watched the show? I just don't really see what value it would bring to my life. So, so, so it's, it's kind of like Z-list shit, isn't it, really? I don't even think it's Z-list because they don't go on to become celebrities. Some of them do. The ones in... The Australian the ones. The Australian do. ones do. But that's because their entire TV industry is reality TV. All they yeah. make is reality TV, Neighbours and Home and Away. So, like, they <laughs> I'd do. I'd be worried about who they pair me up with. That's a big concern. Okay. Because that's like... Say. That would be a big... You you'd be taking it. Do you know if you like walk down the aisle and then oh yeah, uh, they're, they're walking down the aisle and they t- you turn around and you're like fuck. No, okay, is so that really like the is that is that the level that I'm playing at? So I that okay that you've touched on a nerve here for me. So this is this is what I was thinking. <laughs> so I was I was thinking this. I was thinking like, would it be a laugh? Because the whole the whole point of it is obviously like you know. Um, these experts who by the way are monsters like these experts are literally like the, the woman will basically be like uh so uh jessica has uh, she's been hurt by every man she's ever gotten close to in her life they've all walked out of her life and jonathan has uh, crippling commitment issues, but I think if we put them together, yeah. and it's like, no, he's going to break her heart. It's going to crush her. It's going to be awful. It's like opposites attract, but this is like literally yeah. not that. But this is what, so this is what I was thinking, yeah. Do you let me know if this, if this runs with you. So part of me was thinking, like, would it be just, would it just be a laugh? So like to see the experts, what they come up with for you, if they go, this person's got these personality traits that we think will compliment. Yeah. Um, you basically just, you, you go off work because I've looked into all of this. I was like, do they still get to work in the day? No. So you probably, like, no. you actually considered yeah. it. I was, just, <laughs> no, I, was, no. I was just fascinated by the logistics fascinated, of it. Fascinated, yeah. Like, so did they, you apply? Because they get locked into this, they get locked in an apartment building and I edit and I was like, do they let them out to go to work? Sounds it's like, like nah, COVID. You, you quit your job basically, which is a lot, but ignore that as well. But I did then think like, if you perceive yourself a, a certain standard based on either your own thoughts or your own your previous day in history or whatever and then you're stood at the end of the aisle and you turn around and yes it's very um derogatory in a lot of ways to rate people by numbers or whatever but we're gonna do it but that's what you're, the whole show's based yeah, around if isn't you're it? stood at the end of the aisle and you, you, you fresh trim in your best suit and you turn around same and goes for a, a girl as well yeah but the, but yeah a woman. The, it, it's true Sorry. but you're in you're in the hot seat yeah. you turn around and there's a five walking up you know what i'll be more reasonable you turn around and there's just there's just a, a six six and a half out of ten walking up the aisle towards you what what's what's going through your head I'd be like, my boys are just going to laugh at me when they see yeah. this on TV. Yeah, that's a, that's a big one. But in, in that moment, 
because I think you touched on it before, and I was your face. This imagine the, the camera will be on your face. Yeah. And you're like, because I was thinking this the other day. Would your first thought not be, rah? So, so the experts think that's me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the experts think that that's me. They, they think, think they're an expert. They, and they think, think that I'm that is... level. They think that's that that I'm gonna turn around and go buzz in with that. That's what it would be devastating. Yeah. It would be a big knock to your confidence, and then you would end up hating it anyway because you'd just be like. I'm too good for who they pair me. And the same goes for like the opposite way when it when they're pairing them together. When they're walking, can you imagine walking and then he turns around and you're like The the most horrible thing, I think, and there's a there's a bloke going through it at the minute on this series. He's he's a bit of a he's a bit of a wetter. Like he's a proper like he he says it himself. He's a very rich, privileged private school boy. And he is a bit he is a bit of a wetter. He is a bit soft. But they paired him with this woman. And you know when you're looking at two people and you're like, you're both really nice, but I couldn't spend any time in the same room with you because it's just very dull. It's, it's it's like they would complete the game siblings or dating. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's that vibe. Yeah. But he's crippled by the fact that he's like, from the moment I turned around and she saw me, I knew she didn't fancy me. And he's yeah. going through the whole thing. Because all you'd be thinking about is that, like, you can't really change that opinion over time, can you? Well, imagine the feeling of rejection of going up to someone in a bar and they go, "Now nah, I'm not interested. But you have to live that every day. Every day you wake up and she looks and at you like... And it's recorded and it's going to be put out on TV. You, you're fighting a losing battle. I just think it'd be funny. Like, <laughs> but, like, not to be in it, to be, like, a proper fly on the wall. Do you think they would pay you, know you up with that of interest? Uh, I don't know. Really, I think they go for something really left field. I'm also what a man. <laughs> <laughs> then just go listen. Let's just fucking let's just throw shit at a wall and see. I, what that happens. was the other couple. The, the so the this was the first series where I, I saw that they put a trans woman yeah in with the the guy who's this is also a very interesting the guy the guy's bisexual pansexual pansexual so this is which this again is, is a like that's a i don't know who the producers like putting that together they're like yeah this would be really cool when they're probably not really thinking that through as appearing in the first place no but it's that's like they're probably to me as I like the other pairing that i'm like that's the most interesting because i'm i'm in that like i'm probably going to watch this now cuz i've just fucking stumbled across it but the thing with that is the, so, the, so the trans woman whose name I, I can't remember. Quite hot she, though. She's, yeah, like she's very pretty, but she's she's kind of like hypersexual. Like yeah. all she talks about all the time is sex. And she's got this, and I, I, I get, I reckon a lot of it comes from like past insecurities and stuff like that. But she's constantly pressing this geezer for being like, but are you attracted to me? You don't try it on with me. You never stick it on me. And he's like, because I've told you, I'm pansexual. Like my sexual attraction comes from the connection to the person. And it's kind of like everyone's leaning on her side by being like, yeah, but she's been really brave in telling you her journey and her story. And it's like, yeah, but like, why does he have to explain his sexuality then? Yeah. Like, he's also got his shit going on. That one to me feels like a car crash waiting to happen. Like it's not going to go well and I'm here for it. I'm, I'm in there. That's a weird one though, isn't it? Putting someone who really wants attention and affection with someone who he's doesn't go chill, off anything man. physical. Yeah, he's proper chill. 
There's a, so the other one... God, the, that would be annoying oh, yeah, on her yeah. part. You'd just be like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, just stick a finger in, you bastard. This cost me a fortune. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you'd, you'd feel it wasted, it, to be honest. I, uh, what the, happened said, to my investment? You know what I mean? I would be pissed off. But I, uh, I also... So the other one, the other casting directors were for that, that too hot to handle, you know, the Netflix thing. So this also pisses me off. This, makes me I'm not, like this, a, this pansexual thing, I, I don't know how... How does it work? Pansexual is... It is just that. It's, I think it's like a... You're not asked about the gender of the person or anything. Once you've got that psychological connection with them, then you'll develop a sexual attraction to them as well. Yeah. Man, this sounds like we're fucking living in the future where you just connect through thoughts. Do you know what I mean? If, I mean, listen... We mate, don't need our bodies. We just need our minds. Listen, nothing gets me wetter than a game of online chess, mate. Ooh, so, it's, uh, yes. you, know, you know the drill. But yeah, have you seen that Too Hot to Handle on Netflix? No, what's that? I mean, it's basically Love Island, but you're not allowed to fuck. That sounds boring. Yeah, it's, that's the other one. But it's, cause, like, it's starting to upset me that they just think I have a face for reality TV. Why were you approached with that as well? Yeah, and I just think it means that they look at me and they go, he looks a bit of a cunt. <laughs> yeah. I reckon. I reckon. No, they just like, he looks like he's going to do something wrong. Yeah. He looks like yeah. he's going to incriminate himself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He looks like he's got nothing to lose. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, it looks like this could be his last Hail Mary. Yeah. Bro. yeah. <laughs> the last roll of the dice. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a better, on a better, more interesting topic, I, I saw in the, in the news earlier. <laughs> uh, you remember, uh, you remember Abercrombie and Fit? Yeah, yeah. The, the brand. What they've you, been for a bit of a renaissance. What do you remember about their brand? Mm, like American uni kind of style, like open t-shirts what well, what do you remember specifically about their marketing so quite sexualized the, the, the pictures and they, they used to do a certain thing where members of their staff would be stood outside the shop do you remember much about that no i can't remember that so it used to be there they'd have like very boyish looking like hench abs and they'd stand outside the shops in the skinny jeans yeah just, the, just their skinny jeans and they'd, they'd do it in city centers in the uk you know what I mean? It'd be fucking coming into autumn. And yeah, yeah. And these guys are walking out Nippon yeah. Central. So that was that was Abercrombie and Fitch. That was their big thing. So their former CEO was basically being like <laughs> hit with some sting operation that he used to have like a, 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 a channel of groomers that would just arrange for like these like sexy boy men, hench action man looking people to just come to like these really grotesque sex parties and stuff at his house and stuff like that. And like people are starting to look into like the sexualization of their branding and shit because of this geezer. Did right. he do anything criminal though? Uh, I haven't got to the part where they say that he, um, that he, that he fucked kids. Oh really? But um, you, you never know really. But but yeah, these are all the things that come out. Imagine everything that just goes below the radar. Yeah, so he, he had, was probably in Epstein's book. So he had apparently uh, it was a well-oiled machine organizing these events for him. He had recruiters. <laughs> but it was yeah, a very well-oiled machine. Get the lube out. He had uh, he had recruiters who would find men to attend his events, and they would receive between five hundred and a thousand dollars for every referral that they made. Mate, I work in so, recruitment. Yeah, it's recruitment. Yeah. <laughs> You can might change career paths. You're on commission. Do you know what I mean just change uh, change market? Oh, the men were auditioned apparently, um, which just meant they had to. Did you do, do like a magic mic impression? Or yeah, there was a. He had a. He hired a personal groomer 
who would shave the men of all of their body hair before attending the party. I mean, uh, that's I quite like that. He's he's into. <laughs> That's where you went before Yacht Week. <laughs> Just fucking so go get it all up. the shoot shit. I'm, I'm not very hairy anyway, but yeah, I mean, oh, like to like to make sure I'm uh, streamlined. Crazy. A small group of his personal staff who wore Abercrombie and Fitch uniforms at all times <laughs> supervised the men, even during the sex act, and handed them money throughout. Crazy. Crazy. Just handed, being handed money throughout. That's quite. Sounds quite exciting. Well, it's basically just as uh, Can you imagine being a part of something like that? He's just there, like, how am I got here? <laughs> yeah, but imagine you're just like, you, you know, you, you've been in the gym for quite some time. You've been honing, uh, sculpting your, your body into into the work of art that it's become. And you, and and I know what you're about to talk about. But, <laughs> so, okay. So imagine that what you're, imagine about? that you're, you, you're in your, you, you're, you're not in it. You're approaching your mid thirties. Yeah, imagine, and you've got a good friend who we've met before who has soared the heights of the fashion world, and you one day, when you're approaching your mid thirties, go, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna change career paths. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to to One Rebel Fitness, and <laughs> and I'm gonna get hench so I can become an Abercrombie and Fitch model and attend these sex parties. So, so how how is that journey going for you at the moment? How's that going? That now? wasn't actually what I was going to go on to. Oh, but at the not? same oh, time, sorry. yeah, I did go to a, a fitness class at the weekend. Okay, how was um, it? Oh, mate, I'm, my body's in fucking bits. Well, talk, talk me My hamstrings it. are hurting. My abs are hurting. I hardly did abs. So what, what is, what is one, one Rebel? It's basically thank you like, for sponsoring this episode. It's basically like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like where white people go to get rid of their sins if they're not into like gospel oh, or, like cult, okay. or going to church on a Sunday morning. Is it spin? Is it like spin? Is it yeah, it's like they had like a treadmill and then they had a... And then they had a bench and you alternated between the two. Honestly, mate, it's like the whitest thing ever. It's like... Where was it? Southwest? Uh, yes, yeah. High Street, Kensington. and Oh, okay, all right. And you were taken aback that it was a white fitness court. Yeah, but it's just like you're in there and the strobe lights are going. I thought I was I, I was starting to gurn because it was that intense. Yeah. Did you... Do you know when you ever tried to run on a treadmill at like 14 kilometers an hour when the strobe lights are pumping? Was this you... Saturday? This is Sunday morning. Oh, so I was I was crawling out of fabric Saturday morning and 24 hours Mate, later you were going back I was basically here. in fabric. Yeah. Except they were playing Darude, Feel the Beat. Can you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. They were playing that intense, They've loud. They've 10.30 in the morning and I'm running 14 miles an hour on this treadmill on a gradient of three. 14 miles an hour is pretty fast. Or 14 kilometers an hour on a, on, a, with a, on a gradient of three. And I'm just trying to keep in the lines just so I don't fall off because I'm more worried. You have to really concentrate because you will fall off. Have you got class pass or something? Is that how you still uh, No. Things? Mrs. has got membership. Membership where, where you can go to like a number of them. Oh, and yeah, I'd yeah, use yeah, one yeah. of her, her passes. I but regretted it immediately. Yeah, it, it was, you feel good after it, but it's just, there's just something about it when you're in there. You're like, is this, is this me now? And is it the one where like they, they proper shout at you, like drilling structures and stuff? Yeah, they were yeah. like, right, come on now. You can do this. Forget that your dad hates you. Yeah. That's just my Your inner mom monologue. hates you as well, though. Yeah, that's my inner monologue when I'm at the gym, basically. <laughs> yeah. I think I need a I personal. need like a personal trainer, but a very personal trainer where they're just like whispering in your ear like, yeah, your dad always thought you were going to be a pussy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, prove him wrong. Do one, do one more rep. 
Prove him wrong. One more set and you can beat fuck do out of him. one more set. Christmas. Remember when, when your girlfriend cheated on you. <laughs> See, I do need a personal trainer, I think. But it is just, it is just a combat laziness. Yeah, but it, you just need someone there to just, yeah, just tell you to yeah, get on like, with it. Because I just go to the gym and then I'll do what I do. But like, I don't really push myself. I just do just the go same through the thing every time and just very much maintain it's just a very maintenance bang average fucking physique. At least when you go to one of those, you do come out and you're like, Jesus, I actually feel good after doing that. Yeah, but it just feels like a lot of money to pay someone to shout at me. Like to shout stuff I already know, which is work yeah. harder. You know what I mean? Add another five kilos. Like yeah. I'm, just, I'm just paying someone to do that. Yeah, you are. It's accountability, isn't it? You should come to my gym one day. It is mental. I've told you about it, ain't it? The big bodybuilding gym. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Do you think... This is what I actually was going to talk about. Do you think if you're into bodybuilding and you look at that many pictures of men, you know, like you're obsessed with the male form, same maybe for women, it turns you gay? I had this thought in the gym the other day. Um, genuinely, I thought it'd be quite funny. <laughs> what you thought? What you thought? Oh, he's quite maybe fit, actually. <laughs> yeah. No, it is a thing though. If you blokes in the gym, blokes in the gym with a mile of a bloke, looking at guys all day. No, but if, even if you're in the gym. Blokes in the gym will admire other men's physiques a lot more than they'll look at the women in there. You'll be looking at a bloke and you'll be like, how the fuck have you got your yeah, chest you'll be like, like Jesus that? Christ, you seen the size you know of his biceps? Like, you will be looking going, fuck it, he's in cracking shape there. And people talk, like, there's all these videos on the internet of like men perving on women in the gym. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying like, from what I see in my gym, which is like this big mutant freak show, it is just men in there just slapping each other on the back, being like, you're fucking, oh, man, how you get your delts like that, brother? And I'm like, what's yeah. a delt? You know what I mean? But, like, it's I, I, the thought I had the other day when I was in the gym was, <laughs> <I> like, um, <laughs> nah, my old man, he sent me, because he's always been obsessive with it, and it, like, I remember I took him to a, a black tie dinner with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I thought he was going to shit himself. Like, he's, he's always been obsessed with, like, exercise and, and bodybuilding and martial arts and all that. And, uh, he sent me a link to some page and it was just like a workout routine of some geezer doing all these exercises. But the page was called Buff Dudes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like... Case closed. Yeah, I was like, if anyone saw the shit that he sends me on a regular basis, it's all those pages. And they'd be like, is your arm a gay? Like, and I'd be like, he could be. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. I can you imagine if you're sending one back, buff dudes too, buff and it's dudes. just you being railed. You know what I mean? Like, buff dudes. Sorry, Dad, you drove me like, to this. Yeah, fair enough, mate. And he's been trying to get my mum to go to the gym for years, mate, because he wants it to be quadzilla. You should send her buff dudes. Yeah, but I, honestly, I don't think my mum would be invested in But do you think it must turn, like, do you know when your Instagram feed is just filled with men with the tops off mm -hmm. doing poses? That's got to be, that's got to be informing something. I don't know, because that's pretty much what mine was for the most part. Like, I deactivated my Instagram for a bit, innit? Because I was just tired. because you're afraid? I was, nah, I was just tired of looking at me. Yeah, I was tired of... I was, <laughs> I was, I was afraid of turning gay. I, uh, <laughs> nah, I was just fucking... I was just, I was just spending too much time on it before I get rid of it. But no, like, before, it, it was... There was no in-between. It was either just... It was just comedy videos, if you want to follow. Memes, or just big hench geezers in the gym. That's that's all it was. That's pretty a mine like that, and maybe with like some film stuff thrown in. Yeah, but like, but it's weird because when you speak to a lot of women, they will think that. But this is not speaking for me because I know blokes who just follow those accounts. But to me, just as it might turn like it could turn you gay from looking at men all the time, same if you're looking at women all the time. That just turns you into a bit of a freak, really. To the yeah. point where it's just like, 
what do you even like when I'm looking at these photos now they again it comes back to when you were talking about you're 13 and you just don't get anything off it anymore it's like because we're so sexualized now like looking at that that doesn't do anything for me anyway but I've got and my... it doesn't really make me think oh my god oh I love to I love to be with her it's just like I just just a photo yeah but I've got I've got mates who like every now and then you're like you're going you'll be on your explore page or something and you'll see like um I don't know. Like that Emily Ratajkowski or whatever her name is. You know the one I'm on about. Yeah, yeah. She'll pop up or something. They'll and then sneak you, ones you, into you, your Explore page. Yeah, and you'll click on it. And then it'll be like, someone I used to play football with liked this picture. And then I remember seeing it and being like, the fuck is this? And I clicked on her account and I'm scrolling through her pictures and he's like liking every one of her pictures. And I'm like, what? what's your end goal here? Why? Like, are you hoping that she'll spot you, father of two? Living in, living in Birmingham <laughs> and be like, actually, this is where I've been going. It's just on. like never stop dreaming, isn't it? Yeah, but mate, it's but like mate. you've got to, in order to achieve a dream, you've got to be some steps towards. Yeah, you got to start somewhere, but like I feel like he's <laughs> like he's starting dreams, mate. <laughs> it yeah. is ridiculous, isn't it? It's like what? Why? What, why are you yeah, like? Why, why are you just like? Why have you looked at that phone and thought, I'm gonna double tap this? Yeah, like I've got I've got friends who like still model now, and like most of their shit I'm like oh you've done something impressive I'm not liking it because I'm just like I don't give a shit like it makes you, it makes you sound like a hater but it's kind of like I I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go on like fucking like Kelly Brooks fucking Instagram and just fucking like love your work shit. you know what I mean like fuck I remember you in Piranha 3D <laughs> okay, so I'm, I, I just don't I just don't get why why people do it to be honest, I used to, I, I much prefer hate watching stuff on the internet, which is probably indicative of me and, and my mental health. But like, you know, I enjoyed watching Britney Spears have her breakdown and I'm looking forward to her memoirs being published. Like I like watching Carol Vorderman. She on, definitely need a ghostwriter. Yeah. <laughs> What's Carol Vorderman doing on TikTok? Just first traps, mate. It's incredible. Really? Like, yeah. Like she got like an Instagram and a, and a TikTok like about six months ago. And like her first post is like her tits out in a swimsuit and she's like, oh, don't really know what, what I'm doing on here. And I'm like, you fucking know. Yeah, you know <laughs> what we do. You know, we'll have two big ones from the top. Please, she'll have some, the is she married? Like, She'll have some toy boy pretty soon, won't she? Don't know. Be some like 25-year-old rugby player who can't make it into the England side. Couldn't, couldn't tell you, but I don't know what she's doing now after countdown. Yeah, I don't know. My old man used to refer to Carol Vorderman as the thinking man's crumpet. So, yeah, is what it is. And I used to go to school with a kid who had a Carol Vorderman. Uh, buff dudes. <laughs> yeah, that's before that's before buff dudes bled into his brain. Yeah, I used to go to school with a kid as well who had a Carol Vorderman countdown poster in his room. I mean, mm, he went to prison. So, uh, it's all relative, really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do the maths, did he? <laughs> no, nah, he's terrible at the maths round. Oh, a kid I went to school with went on. Uh, countdown. It was his, his episode of Countdown got aired last week, and uh, he's a, he's a primary school teacher, but he had, he's got a maths degree, I think. And he went up against the secondary school English teacher, and I was like, "Well, you're gonna get smoked." Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? And he cleaned up on the numbers round, but it's a really? word game. Oh yeah, that is <laughs> he, yeah, yeah yeah. He lost, but. but... <laughs> Shout but at least Jack he won Shepherd. the numbers. Yeah, fair play, Jack Shepard. Yeah, he did. He did all right. He lived his dream. Proud of him. Yeah. <laughs> I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't really got. Uh, the, I mean, we're coming. We're coming towards uh, the end of the episode. Let's let's do quick fire. Um, since it's just the two white guys, let's figure out what are the whitest things we've ever done. Um, that was up there at the weekend. I'm not joking. Like there's things that I do now. There's things that I've done the last couple of weeks. Go to a dog show in Parsons Green. Go on a yacht party in the Med. That's no, that was quite. Fun. No, that was very diverse actually oh, because it was. Oh, that's good. That's it was hip hop week and that's it was 90 percent American. 
Okay, that's good. So it was extremely diverse. Yeah, I enjoy that. Okay. The dog the dog thing's very white. Dog thing very white. You ever let a dog kiss you in the mouth? No, that's just rank. That's too white. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> should have bought that up last I mean week. I let it lick my balls, yeah, fine. <laughs> Crazy. Oh my word. Um, um but yeah, that and but that those classes are oh, when I'm in there I'm like this is this is not good. Would you? Would you? It's swim not good with for my sharks? brand. Would you swim with sharks? Like, would you go in a shark cage? Why is that a white thing? Apparently, oh, is it? According to the internet, like Black Twitter is very vocal on the, those kind of activities. So, like, I would, I, I would quite like to get a Cape Town, get in a shark tank, like shark cage, and, and have a little move. Why is like, that a, like a? Because Black Twitter is like you ain't catching black people doing anything. Like, if they're like, I there's a possibility that I could get eaten by a great white shark. Black Twitter is like, well, then I simply won't go in the shark cage then because yeah, then I won't yeah. get it. But they're like, so they've got a theory of like, whenever you see a story that's like, um, man snorkeling off Cape Town, shark infested waters eaten by a snake. They've got this theory, which is like, I don't even need to open the article to know that that was a white person. And the, and it, I think it is true. I think there is a lot of weight to that. I think this is a lot of, it, there's a lot of um, synergies here as well in terms of just like, I feel like white people, because they've never had to face any struggle or oppression in their life, they just have to seek out things. Yeah, they create hardship. They yeah. create hardship. Like that's at, why do like, um, why do white people cycle all the time? Like, yeah, look at look at Burning Man, when they were like, <laughs> "Oh my God, it's rained at a festival and it's all flooded," and white people are talking about being stranded, yeah. and, and we're like, cool, "It's like man. literally you're like a four mile walk from somewhere. You could just walk out of it." Honestly, a... I saw. Oh fuck! I tell you what, I saw in LA as well. I don't know if I mentioned this last week. It was a sign that was like, take this exit on the freeway. It was like, take this exit for the such and such ketamine therapy clinic. <laughs> so I look, I Googled it afterwards. and Did you try and find your way there? But no one found the way there. To be no fair. one finds a way back. Yeah. Like fucking, the, the thing is, like, it's it's just the most LA fucking thing, isn't it? It's like, because ketamine's a, a disassociative drug. They're now using it, I think, in a similar way to how they use like ayahuasca and stuff like that. But they're using but, it at very low doses, aren't they? Where you'd be like in a um, a trip, but it yeah. would be like a supervised yeah, trip. Yeah, like it's, you're not walking around a festival feeling like your legs are still... It's like, it's like instead of renting a car on when you're on holiday, it's like you get a driver instead. Yeah, but this is <laughs> but this is just the thing that got me as well with LA. It's like they've got ketamine therapy clinics and we've just got kids in bucket hats doing ketting fields in this country yeah yeah and, and them self-medication as well you know what i mean it's a fair play to them that was basically the field that that i could never find you in at glastonbury yeah yeah the one time i walked through the dance field and it was it was like a different festival like everywhere else was like this nice symbiotic festival and then the dance field was just a load of manx and scousers in ikea bucket Horrible. hats just two-stepping doing kit and i was yeah, like yeah i might not come back do you used to be like that yeah next year you gonna try and go next year no i'm not going are you not i've not got enough holidays you're a coward it's a long weekend i know just go back to work on and Monday. i've got a wedding on the sunday <sighs> no, i'll go for you look it's too tbc i'll go i'll, I'll go for you we'll see what we can do I'll send you a video maybe I'll just go for two days yeah do that maybe we'll just yeah. go first meet in the dance field yeah. alright thanks for listening um, me and Jason are going to go and arrange our pickup for next year um, yeah yeah um, I think we're not here next week are we 
I think we'll we'll sort something out. We'll figure it out. But we'll you know we'll, we should be back to the to the full contingent contingent. That's the word. Um, obviously, after our ending to this episode, I'll ask Raj what the brownest thing that he's ever done is next week for balance because uh, yep. we're very diverse. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, share, share all the stuff uh, online uh, and all that business. Um, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Not a chore. Uh, I'm going to go and... Uh, what a look thrilling up. outro. Thank you. I'm going to go home and watch Buff Dudes on Instagram. So if you want to meet me there, I'll see you there. See you later, guys. See you. I'm going to go and do more, more, some more white stuff, I think. Cool. Love, yeah, watch Buff Dudes. Goodbye. This has been the Word on the Streets. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share.